This episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father is sponsored by Drew Coffee. You guys, if you haven't tried Drew Coffee yet, this is your chance. Andrew is willing to offer 30% off your first bag for our adulting listeners. All you have to do is enter code ADULTING at checkout. All right, now let's get into it. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. What's up, adulters? Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both... Take it away. Adults! Mm. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this, this is, is the, the show, show for you. you. Oh, wow. This is going to be a good little episode because we just came off of our very first live event slash baby shower. And um, I think I could speak for both of us when I say we're feeling all the feels. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling pretty high. Yeah. So, Okay. Let's start off with a little bit of win and fail action this last week. I know last episode, um, we got really into it. Um, we went there, we talked about mental health and we ended up talking a lot about our relationship and where we were at. Um, and I feel like we, well, let's do our win and fails. <laughs> let's do them. Okay. Um, you, you want me to start? Or you yeah. Go? Um, okay. I think our win is going to be the same thing. It relates back to the live event. I just feel like we put a good show together. Like I was just very happy with what came from it. Um, we were, I don't want to say procrastinating because I feel like we were doing a bunch of different things leading up to it. Um, but it took us a little while to really focus in on what we were going to do for the show. But I feel like where we got to and what actually came of it was awesome. Like I enjoyed it so much. It sounded like other people did. And I think the even bigger win was the meet and greet portion of it. Heck yeah. And it's very similar to the, the video chats that I'm doing for drew coffee. I like the live, but I like much more intimate interaction and I really like connecting with people and getting to know them better. Mm -hmm. And you know, although these meet and greets were really quick, like that part was absolutely the best part to just get to say hi, get to say thank you, learn just a little bit about each person that jumped in. It was a blast. I know. <laughs> um, so that's, that's, that's my win. And then my double win and, um, my fail would have to be just how I feel right now. Yeah. Um, I actually felt like crap going into the live. Um, it's likely that I have a sinus infection right now. Cause I'm just like, my nose feels awful. Uh, well, actually, it feels a little better today than it did yesterday. But, you know, it's just anybody that's been there and has sinus issues and, and uh, I'm front in line for that one because I have one nostril that nothing can get through. <laughs> and then <laughs> including one, air. <laughs> exactly. That's nothing. Um, and then one normal size nostril. So I, I 
tend to have issues. It's kind of nice though because the normal size nostril kind of does make up for the lack of the um, size on the other side. Are you saying it's big? Yeah. So like you're very, it's just, it's one of those like artsy fartsy noses where like one side just really has like, it's like a showstopper and the other side is, it's kind of like a, oh, look at me, but you can't see much, you know? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I, I get ne- to look at your nose. I've never heard anybody in my entire life describe any nose as artsy fartsy. <laughs> oh my God, poor you. Okay, so we're going to turn your mic off now. Uh, so that's my fail. I just, I just don't feel great. Um, but luckily it's just like literally from nose up. Um, so I don't think it's COVID related. And I've, of course I've looked at the symptoms (laughs) everything already. Um, yeah, I guess we'll find out because if I feel like this for another day, then I'll go get tested. We're going to talk more about your health in general. It's it's been a bit of a journey. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it right now, but it has like the last couple weeks. I'd say longer. Actually, I want to add to it. But for me, the last (laughs) couple weeks have been a little bit of a journey for me. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into the details. Um, let's circle back to you. What's your win and your fail? Okay. My win was absolutely, um, the live event and the meet and greet. What I loved about the live event was the silliness that I got to have like my moment of silliness that I was so looking forward to. I cannot wait to be able to show you guys a little bit of what our live, um, well, I guess what our attendees got to see last night, but, um, it was so fun. So much fun. Okay. So that's my win. And obviously, yes, the meet and greets, like I didn't know what to expect and I was nervous about them and there was a lot of them. And I honestly feel like, and I know we talked about this earlier, but there's a much bigger conversation around being able to offer more of that, Um, because you're right, that connecting piece, it was so special. Yeah, it's the best. I mean, people, and and let me just, for any of our listeners who we got to meet last night, um, I just want to say, you know, I know it was brief, but like the fact that you guys were able to open up to us in such a short period of time. And it was like, it was like, uh, an expedited version of what happens on the bachelor. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but like the coolest part is that people felt comfortable enough. I felt like I knew up. them too. It yeah. didn't you like people had their babies and yeah. Gio got to see oh, a few we baby hanging. faces and that was awesome. And then like some people came on as couples and that was awesome. And I think Andrew and I realized that there has to be a way that we can tap into that more often and mm-hmm. have more time with you guys because this is a community that's really special to us. And we realized that even more so last night because of the things that you had to say and the impact it's had on your life. Like, you know, we're all in this weird time, right? Where we operate kind of on our own islands. And um, especially now where we're not able to see many people, it's so important to be able to realize that it's not just us sitting here talking into our mics, that there are several ears listening and opinions and perspectives and people out there that um i just want to get to know better um and that's like so real like i definitely want to get to know everyone better so we're gonna figure out a way to do that um, I love it. my fail 
it's so funny. I never really come super prepared with a fail unless like there is something so prominent that we're dealing with. Um, I think the fail just probably ties back to um, a little bit of like the anxiety I get around being tied up with something and knowing that Geo is going to have to be put to the side for that period of time. So as much as I was looking forward to the live, you know, there is a bit of a process behind the scenes where I have to make sure that Gio has, you know, food prepared and that he's being taken care of. And thank goodness your mom and, and her husband came over and um, were so hands-on and awesome. But um, it's just that little piece of like, oh, am I going to miss his dinner? Am I going to miss his bath? Like silly things that I'm going to do a hundred more times, you know? But it's just like a mom thing, I think. Yeah, I think it's a parent thing. I mean, if you care, right? It's it's a really weird thing because there are days, there are plenty of days where you're like, man, I could just use a little bit of a break from this routine, you know? But when you get the break and you have to do something, you're like, no, 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 no. I want to go back That's to my routine. so true. Yeah. That's I so think it's, true. It's just FOMO in a sense. Yeah. And I knew that like it was a treat for him to be able to do his normal routine with his Nana and his Papa. Like that was like a treat for him. And so I just, I just need to work on knowing that like, it's all good. You know, I'm going to get this opportunity again, probably tomorrow. And this is just something we're doing to help support, you know, our community and, and our home. And yeah, well, look, I don't, I don't think you're alone. I think, um, most parents, most new parents and just parents that care a lot. Like I said already, you just, you just care a lot. Like you care about all the details and you do things a very specific way. Me or in general, you, and and I'm sure a lot of people are like this and you get controlling in a sense, you know, and it's hard to know or even see that maybe things are done a little bit differently when you're hands off. For sure. But it's, it's, like leveraging people in a business, right? At some point you have to, if you want a little more flexibility, you have to step back and just let people run with tasks. Totally. You know, and know that they may not be doing it exactly the way you would do it or exactly the way you want, but they have your best interest at heart and the best interest of whatever task they have at heart. And the important thing is that it's getting done and everybody's safe. Yeah, no, I had to remind myself that a few times. And I think that's just a generally like a really good note. Um, And one of the things that I actually told myself yesterday in the process of all the chaos of getting ready was at some point years from now, Gio's going to be a grown man, right? And I'm going to forget all of these little nuances, you know, that were so important to me day to day. And there's going to be new nuances that like I'm going to be taking care of. So it's like, it's this just process of acceptance and rolling with the punches, getting better at that yet still, you know, being confident enough to say, no, this is how I, I do things and that's okay. Yeah, it's totally okay. I think you just have to, you have to build a little flexibility around the idea that people you could lay things out perfectly, but people still may not do it exactly the way you would. Totally. And that's okay. I mean, in regards to business, like that happens all the time. That's such a normal thing. Yeah. And I know comparing business to your child is different. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess. And in some cases, um, 
but there are similarities. But there's like an operational side to both. Yeah. Um, and you know what? To all the parents out there that just wing it, in some regard, we do too, right? But like there is, I of think course, a cadence where it's like, you know, there are feeds, there are changes, there is yeah. play, there is naps, there's, you know, there's things that have to get done every single day. There's no avoiding that. Um, and so I just, and I am shocked that I am this person because I did not see that coming at all, but it has brought me a sense of peace to just have some sort of, I guess, routine, you know, it works I for think us. It brings everybody the same sense of peace. I think we all thrive under structure. Some of us more so than others. Right. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, babies, kids are no different than adults. They need that. Yeah. Um, and you said something about winging it. The thing is, is like we create as much structure as we can, but we are ultimately, we're all winging it. If you're a parent, you know this, we're we're winging it because they change at this point, like literally daily. So you can have structure and things can be great for a few days or a week or a month or whatever. And then things change like that. And then you got to figure it all out again. So it it does in a sense, feel like you're always winging it. It's so true. Um, Do you want to talk a little bit about like this change we've seen in geo lately? Yeah. Cause it's wild, right? Yeah. It's, uh, maybe, did we talk about this at all last so, week? No, because I feel like it's happened in this last week, which is interesting because I felt like last week was a bit heavier and now it's weird because like, I almost don't even remember why it was so heavy. Like I know we were going through our own growing pains and things like that, Yeah, but it's almost like since we just confided to one another on the podcast and like probably work through some stuff these last few days. I almost feel like our energy obviously trickled down to geo and there's been like a sense of, of peace and like chillness in him that I haven't seen in a long time. No months, if ever. So I don't know if it's a coming of age thing. I've, I've lost complete track of like the leaps. I Um, feel like my take on it is so he, I feel like he was a bit of a monster on Monday of last week. Okay. Well, we were too. <laughs> we were too. Um, but on Tuesday, I think is the day that I grabbed him out of bed in the morning. And I just felt like it was the weirdest thing. Like literally something had clicked. And when he woke up that morning, he was a different kid. Yeah. Completely different. Like more grown up, more chill. Um, he's trying to say more things. Now. He's like yes. trying to get out full sentences at this point. It's babble. Mm-hmm. But, but he really is convinced that he is getting somewhere. Uh-huh. Like, he's yeah, I'm pretty dedicated. sure he read us a poem the other day. Yeah, he's dedicated. Um, what else is he doing? He's, you know, he's been mobile. Singing, but he, he's singing. Oh, he's singing. Yeah, it's he also babble. But no, but it's nice. like you can ask him to sing, and he knows what that means, and he will try and sing you a song. Yeah, he's getting really good at his animal noises. Oh man, you guys, we got to at some point like get that recorded that maybe has to go in version two of the rap which by the way you guys is happening we've decided that maybe we'll just spring it on you but it'll likely happen around the time that baby girl comes into the world because it'll Mm. be much more you know applicable if you can like talk about her cool you're gonna allow me time to to do my creative well, process. Exa- and- I need exactly what windows you need available and we can put that on. <laughs> I tried to get calendar. time today. I went out back and was trying to work. I said, Hey, I'm gonna go out back and work for a little bit. And you literally take him out there and then he's screaming and stuff. I'm like, yo, in my defense, I need some space. We were in the front yard. He mm-hmm. was super interested in going into the backyard. I tried to explain I to him that the why. gate was locked and he wasn't buying it. 
So we had to, you know, say hello. Okay. It's a trend though. Okay. I'm sorry. Guess what? I Anyways, let's, let's keep it positive. Let's keep it positive. He, he has just been so cool. He's like, a little man. Yeah. He's getting there. Um, oh yeah. You know what else we changed? Which, oh my gosh. And, and if anyone, and I know we have a lot of listeners with kids around the same age as, as G, we, um, have started feeding him at the dinner table. So his oh, yeah. high chair now sits at the head of the dinner table. And we did one night where we all three ate together. And now it's kind of like we try to eat with him. But for the most part, he's at the dinner table. And I think in a weird way, and I said this to you when we did that, I said, I feel like subconsciously we we make these really smart choices to advance him when he's ready. And that is like another way of like setting him up for, you know, at some point yep. you're going to be sitting at the table with yeah, us. Yeah, this is how you actually eat. Yeah, and it was really fun. He he the prolonged time in dinner feed was like so noticeable. Prior to that I felt like he would get antsy and want to come, you know, whatever, but so little little change. Yeah. And he's also um I think I was saying this earlier. He's he's been mobile, but he's like crazy mobile now. Oh yeah. He's like starting to go up and down steps by himself, or at least he mm-hmm. wants to. He's close. He's running around now. Like running. running. I just got him like a little T ball set thing and he's like trying to hit the the ball off the tee, which is super cool for me. Yeah. <laughs> um he's like going nuts on his motorcycle. Oh my gosh. He loves his vehicles. (laughs) This one doesn't go very fast, but I mean, he rides it like a champ. Sometimes no hands. (laughs) It's got one button on it and it just plays like five different songs. And they're so random. Like one's country, one's like (laughs) disco, but this kid gets lit on this motorcycle. (laughs) He hits the button, goes no hands. He like just sways back and forth and has the time of his life. I think the, um, underlying consensus with like where he's at now and how he got there is that we we instill a lot of confidence in him that's something that's really important to me I love letting him explore I love letting him figure things out um I try really hard not to baby him um yeah like I don't know I can go into detail but it's like I really do just talk to him like an equal and we work through things and um, I think that that's really helped in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, we learned that from the get go. You're supposed to talk to them like they're a little adult. You know what I just scheduled, which I don't know if you saw on the calendar. For yeah. Thursday I think night. I saw it. Yeah. A couple session. Yeah. Yeah. It's needed. Well, so, um, for context during my first pregnancy with Gio, I joined this amazing group of moms at this like little community center. <clears throat> And we did prenatal yoga, but the prenatal yoga was so much deeper than that. We would talk a lot about where we were in our pregnancies. And with that, um, at that same facility, we would go, Andrew and I would go for courses together. You know, like there was one to connect while pregnant. And there was, you know, obviously the basics in terms of like getting prepped for a baby. And all of that stuff was so, it was just such a gift. Like I really felt like I connected so much to geo and the pregnancy and even to you like i felt like you had a totally different connection with the pregnancy the first time around because that's no longer an option and i tried really hard to keep up the mommy and me portion via zoom this year but to be completely frank like i just can only handle so much time in front of a zoom meeting and i just felt like 
it wasn't serving me the way it needed to and I had to make time for kinder meetings and everything else so I I let that one go but I scheduled like a session for just um Andrew and I and our mommy and me like head honcho coach extraordinaire uh for Thursday night to just catch up and yeah it was so helpful just the little pieces of information I got about parenting and different stages and I'm excited yeah sorry (laughs) I I see that yeah no it'll be good I think I think we're overdue um and on that note I wanted to say this just a second ago I I I've seen some uh reviews some comments here and there whatever um about us needing some help I appreciate it I appreciate the honest feedback I think uh, you guys you know you've probably heard it over the last few weeks we do yeah. We're just in a place of we've we've disconnected a bit. We've got you know a lot of stuff like throwing a, throwing each other in like different directions, and uh, we haven't really made us a priority. And I think um, to give ourselves the best chance in the long run, we got to do that. So I think it's good. I think we're overdue, and and hopefully it's not just one. You know whether it's more with her or we're find somebody else that we we really put in the work because I think it's necessary. Yeah. You know because it's only going to get the reality is this only going to get tougher because you know it's just what it is like you know how it felt to add geo for sure so to add another is just it's a whole different dimension yeah no we owe it to them you know even more than we owe it to ourselves yep yeah um do you want to take a quick break because i i heard there's this like a fire ad that's gonna be playing soon oh so, no way yeah no it's gonna be this i this you don't want to miss this for all of our listeners this is gonna be the ad of the century oh so, shoot i'm tuned in too let's take a quick break come back i want to do a complete catch-up on your health and where we're at cool. okay we'll be right back more adulting like a mother father when we come back Okay, so let's talk about Drew Coffee for a second, okay? I had a cup of Joe this morning. It was a fabulous uh, flat white. Thank you, Andrew. Wait, how do we bring Joe in, into the picture? Listen, can, Joe, Drew, they're buddies, Drew. okay? <laughs> like, I had a cup of Drew. That's way better. <laughs> so I had this cup of Drew this morning. Um, it was freaking delicious. And let me just say, you guys, when we did our live event, um, so many of you were Drew Coffee subscribers and lovers and had so many good things to say. So I just think it's so cool to be a part of this little like coffee chat community. Um, someone actually made a latte in their meet and greet, which yeah, hats off dope. to you. Um, anyways, I want to remind you, uh, Andrew's going to do this 30% off thing for your first bag for our adulting, like a mother, father listeners. All you have to do is enter code adulting at checkout and then just simply enjoy, be a part of the team. All right. All right, guys, that's it. Cheers. Back to the show. And now back to adulting like a mother, father. Okay, guys, we are back. I feel caffeinated, even though I didn't even have any coffee yet. Just that ad gave me life. Um, I want to remind you, we are still doing, and we will keep doing these because I think they're awesome, where you guys can write in to us, um, send us an email. What's the email? Yeah, it's adultinglikeamotherfather, spelled out, just like the show, at gmail.com. And Kelly will go through those emails, and um, she'll typically read them 
for us at the end of the episode and then we'll get into it and I think Andrew will hopefully dive into some solid advice but because we didn't get to all the questions in the live I want to use one of the questions from last night's show um tonight I don't know if you've seen it or not but I'll I'll read it to you at the end um but before we get to that question it's a pretty good one I wanted to open this up to you because do you need to take a breather Girlfriend, I am three <laughs> weeks away from having a, probably a seven to no, nine pound child. No, I get it. I get it. And when you sit down, everything's compressed. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't look fun. <laughs> okay. I don't know what to tell you. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> All right. Okay. I just did a fire ad for you. It My was, energy was, was up there. Yeah, I brought it. Okay. Thank you. I have energy. How about you? Not as much. Let's talk about it. I want you to share... Because you had touched on the fact that you had had some like, you know, mental health hiccups these last recent weeks. And I think it ties back to something that you didn't share. And I want you to, um, I guess, get it off your chest because. Yeah, I'll dive in. Um, Okay, so let's start on the, the mental health side. So I'm doing a lot better than I was before we recorded last week's session. I felt like at that point, I'm not sure if I was digging my, if I felt like I was digging myself out yet or not. Um, it was like the I, first day of it. Remember you had worked yeah, out that morning. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it took me several days to really feel like I, I dug out of, of that low feeling. And, um, you know, I've known this for a long time and I've really realized that I don't think it ever really goes away completely. I feel like you you learn to better manage it. I feel like if you're prone to anxiety or prone to depression, that it can sneak up on you anytime when you haven't been doing the things that you should be doing to manage those things. Um, and, and that's part of what happened to me. Now I feel mentally a lot better right now. Um, but I feel like I've gotten back to the basics and the things that I know that I need to do to make myself feel better, like read, like meditate, like spend time in the sun, like exercise, eat right, um, listen to music and set aside the times for, um, you know, work and the things that are important to me. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten back to that as much as I can. And, and it's really helped. Um, but no. there was something that kind of like yeah, I'm getting triggered to that. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so in addition to that, on the actual like physical health side of things, I was I was tripping. Was it last week or the week before? Um, I can. Uh, it was. When I, I want to say it was the, the week before. Yeah. Um. Long story short, I uh, I'm kind of a dealer when it comes to like medical things, and by dealer I mean. I just deal with it if it's not causing, like if it's not hurting or, or like, hold yeah, on. Hold you on. don't deal with it. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. just deal with it, okay. but I don't actually deal with the problem. <laughs> I just, I just, I just hang in there. You know, I just deal. You're a hanger. Um, the long story short, this is so weird. Like we're at this point, I'm telling you about stuff on my feet. I had this spot on my foot, right? And I've had it for at least 10 years, probably, probably more like 15, maybe even longer than that. And it, it was on my right foot. It started small. And then over the years it spread and it almost looks like a, a rash on the top of my foot now. And then I also noticed that there was a spot on my other foot. 
and I've been meaning to go, but just life gets in the way, you know, and like you're wearing socks all the time and you're just doing life. You forget about your feet, you know, <laughs> long story short, I was looking at it not too long ago. And I was like, yo, this is out of hand. This is out of hand. Yeah. Thank you. So I decided to deal with it. Right. And the other type of deal. You became a dealer. Yeah. So I went to my dermatologist. Actually, I did it virtually. Cause oh, I, I was right. like, yo, I need to get on this right, right now. This is out of hand. Um, <laughs> 15 years later, this is out of hand. Yeah, yeah, this is too much for me. <laughs> um, so I sent him some pictures, whatever he got back to me. Look, I don't know what this is, man. We need to biopsy this. Okay, <laughs> fine. So I go in and, uh, I get it biopsied and I'm asking him questions while, while I'm there. And, and I'm always like, let me eliminate the biggest risks first. I'm like, yo dude, do you know anything else? Like, should I be worried or whatever? And he did tell me no at that point. He's like, doesn't appear to be anything like cancerous, nothing like that that you need to worry about. Okay. That's great. So I wait for four or five days for the biopsy results and I get a call and he's like, yo, and, and it sounded like he was busy. It was like a quick call in between his appointments or what, what is dripping out of your eye? <laughs> it's because I cry when I laugh. It's brown. <laughs> it's from my makeup. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Do you need a pants. second? Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's, I did not expect this segment. I'm like, we'll talk about your health stuff. Like, it's a serious topic. Not serious. And now we're laughing. I'm sorry. Let me just fix my face because I know You're it's crying distracting. Brown. I got dude. you. Continue. Continue. Okay. So, uh, long story short, I get a call from my dermatologist, and uh, he's like, "Yo, it's this," and Bing, Bang, Bing, like really quick phone call, and he drops like, "This is uh, this is a warning sign of diabetes, so you need to be careful." And I'm like. <gasps> literally what it was like you saw a ghost what and i'm trying to like rapid fire questions off on the phone i can tell you he it's not like he's rushing to get off but he's he's got the job to do you know so i'm rapid firing and i'm like long story short do you suggest that i go get checked out and he's like yeah and he's not he's not a doctor right so he's not going to answer my medical questions outside of what his expertise is doctor maybe i'm sure he is but i know what you're saying nevertheless anyways so I get off the phone with this guy and like immediately I have a conversation internally like, okay, I've been living like this with this thing on my foot for 10 years, 15 years, maybe longer. Nothing that he said on the phone should change how I feel right now. That conversation did not work. No, <laughs> it, it did not work. No, it didn't work. Can I fast forward? No, to- I'm, I'm telling sorry. my story. You go ahead. I love when you talk. So I have this conversation. I have to do this all day long. Right. And there's, there's, uh, some work being done outside or whatever, and just, just managing a bunch of things. But also this thing is going on in the back of my head and I'm like, I'm like, Oh shit. Like I don't have a, I'm generally really healthy, barely ever see a doctor. I don't have a primary care physician. I don't think I've had one since I moved to LA, which is almost 10 years ago now. And I'm like, you know what? I have a kid. Like I need to make sure I'm healthy and I'm not getting any younger. I need to find somebody pronto so i spend the next day i think calling i don't know how many doctor's offices and a if it's not hard to get in already just because doctors are busy b it's covid and it's like it the situation's crazy it's like oh yeah yeah she's seeing new patients but she'll see you in a month i'm like no no (laughs) no no my brain can't wait that long so long story short right i get this call get this news and now i'm freaking out because i'm like 
why would I have diabetes? I'm generally healthy. Like, I don't, I don't know of anybody in my family that has it, but I've had this like really weird thing on my foot. Like this dermatologist doesn't even know what it is. Like surely there's something going on here. And then it's like this, this, this mind body connection. Of course I Googled diabetes and the symptoms and I'm telling you, I'd already been feeling some weird stuff. And when I read the symptoms, I'm like, there might've been eight or 10 of them. I'm like, check, 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 feeling that, feeling this, feeling this, feeling this. And I'm like, Oh no. Like I don't know much about diabetes and I know that it's actually pretty common. Like 30 million people in the country deal with diabetes and, and you can live with it. Um, does create some challenges, but I didn't know enough. Like my brain just goes to, Oh shit. Like what is this going to do for the rest of my life? You know? So I'm tripping because I'm feeling these things that I looked up and then they just amplify for like the next two or three days. Like I'm feeling dizzy spells, like I'm feeling lightheaded. My feet had been cold for two weeks and circulation's an issue with diabetes. I'm not kidding you. My feet were icicles for two weeks. They're still cold now. I just, I'm thinking about it less. I'm feeling all these things and I'm freaking out, man freaking out why are you laughing at me it's only funny because oh my god this is so bad because this is serious stuff and i i am just i mean long story short no it's just the it's yeah i get it it's kind of funny because it's, 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 it's a crazy journey i saw what ha- i mean not in the moment of course i was terrified for you i'm like no mm-hmm. we have to get into a doctor now like you need to see someone i saw you basically just like it was almost like you were a whole person and you turned very quickly into just mush. Like one morning you woke up and you realized you couldn't wake up. So you went back to sleep on the couch because you had no energy. And then that kind of spiraled into like, I need to, you were having anxiety. You went for a drive and then you were like, can you, I'm, I'm going to come home. Can you drive me to the, um, no, no, I wasn't, ER no, it wasn't that. So yeah, that's what, so we go a few days, right? And it gets to the weekend for whatever reason, like Friday night, we got nothing going on. Put Gio down. We we had sushi that night. Like we were trying to celebrate something. I don't know. Yeah. I found vegan sushi locally and I was so pumped that I had just overordered. Yeah. And dude, like we were literally doing nothing. We had eaten. We were watching something on TV and just lounging on the couch. And like I had a full blown anxiety attack and just kept it to myself because I, I go internal with a lot of these things. And I'm, I'm freaking out, you know? And then I'm freaking out so much that like, I, I literally can't even see past like the next hour. And I know that's going to sound kind of weird, but I think that's a, for my anxiety, that's a major problem for me. Like I need to have things to look forward to and, and things planned out. And that's been a challenge over the last couple of months for me. And I, th- I feel like that's part of just feeling down and low Um, and I remember thinking like Saturday, there's nothing going on Saturday. Like, like the idea of the whole day feeling like I felt Friday night Mm -hmm. was super scary. So I went to bed with those feelings and I woke up with those feelings. I had basically set the intention for Saturday already, which is crazy. So I get up Saturday, I'm struggling and I have all these things in my head. Like I'm feeling dizzy spells, feeling super anxious and, uh, we're up early and by like eight o'clock or whatever, I'm like, yeah, I'm struggling. I'm gonna go sit down. And, uh, I was just so in my head that I decided to go to urgent care, which is close by because I wanted my vitals checked and I wanted some blood work done because I'm the type of person when, when there's a challenge like that, I want to deal with it 
right now because that helps my brain a lot. Yeah. And so I go over there. There's a line around the corner for COVID testing. And I'm like, no, like not sitting around here. I'm like, I'll drive, drive to the other one. Or I was going to try to get a doctor to the house. Oh yeah. That was the other. But the guy was like, oh, six, 600 bucks for the visit. He's like, we can do your blood pressure, but I can't do blood work until like next Tuesday. I'm like, I'm not paying 600 bucks for you to come do my blood pressure. I'll figure it out. Yeah. So anyways, end up going to a, a further urgent care and I get on the road to go and my anxiety is like full blown. And, and for anybody that deals with it, you know, it's scary. Like it just feels so debilitating, not normal. Yes. It's debilitating. And, um, I start driving. I'm like, there's no way I can drive all the way there right now. Like I'm, I'm freaking out a bit. So I call you. I'm like, Hey, I need to go there. I want to go there. I'm going to come back. Can you drive me? So we go, um, and I'm going to speed this up for you guys now. <laughs> I go through all the stuff, the people I, I went to urgent care in Calabasas and shout out to my, the doctor Ryan and, oh, yeah. the, and the nurse Kevin. Now, I've been meaning to email them, Aww. email the team and just say, thank you. They were just their demeanor and the information and like their willingness to, to sit with me and like just go through everything I was feeling, whatnot was so helpful for me. Like I, it was literally night and day from when I walked in and walked out Yep. and I'm so grateful for that. So if for whatever reason you guys are listening, shout out to you guys, man, I'm really appreciative of you. Long story short, like I said, I go, I get all this work done. Um, everything checks out totally fine there. And, uh, that's, that's really all I needed to eliminate like big thoughts in my head and, and big risk. And, uh, they did some blood work that needed a few days in the lab. Um, that stuff has since checked out fine. Um, I've gone down this path of like finding a physician in the area now. So I had my first appointment this week, did some more blood work. Everything seems to be okay. I just have this weird, <laughs> like athlete's foot but, rash looking thing on my yeah. foot and it can be linked to so many different yeah. things. Sometimes it's nothing. It's kind of like what they've said. It's like, um, eczema or ringworm or yeah, they can't explain why some people get it and some people don't. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, that's where it could be. I also think I've been stressing a lot and I've done that for years and I know how many crazy feelings and medical conditions are linked to stress. And so I have a huge focus right now on reducing my stress because in my head, it's linked to that. Yeah, I know. And I, I wanted to say this because one of the things you mentioned that, did you say his name was, what was the doctor's name? Ryan. Ryan. Um, what he was saying to you is that they've seen a lot of people come in um, kind of saying similar things, right? Or just like kind of oddball symptoms. Um, and wasn't he saying something like the mental, like the people just being hyper aware of their bodies and their health right now is really affecting their mental health. And yeah, I'm sure that there's that linkage, but I think it's no, just the, he, the general me. conditions. No, he said they've seen a ton of it. And like, I don't think these are the words he used, but in a sense, it's like, it's the, the mental effect of COVID and the lockdowns is more concerning than the other part of it. Gotcha. That's what he said. He okay. didn't say more concerning. I don't want to put words in his mouth. Mm hmm. But he did say, like, it's alarming how many people they're seeing for mental conditions. Sure. No, I get it. I mean, because even last night, and to go back to, like, the piece about you stressing, um, I know that you stress internally. And I know that even though our live event was, you know, so much fun, we, we let loose and it was a great time. Prior to that, you were certainly very, like, stressed. And I think, like, 
that internalized in yourself and then you got this like sinus infection that literally right at the time of our event became like a hundred percent worse um so I just I think it's interesting and I think I'm sure you know people feel this way too but it's it's a our mind is a powerful tool um and we have to be able to have a grip on it in certain times um or else yeah you can you know create more issues than yeah you had with this sinus thing so with 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 the diabetes thing i mean it seems like it's like they give you a definitive answer without giving you a definitive answer but nothing has come back showing signs of diabetes so i think i'm in the clear there it's potentially it it it's potential that this thing is linked to something else but generally i'm pretty healthy yeah um the mind does have an effect, but with this sinus thing, what I wanted to say was like, I have crazy allergies mm-hmm. and like for the last few weeks I've been sneezing and, and like having congestion one day and a runny nose the next day. And, um, as much as my mind's connected, I just think like, it's like a crazy allergy thing. Cause of course I did my digging last night again and, and you can get a sinus infection from allergies. Um, and I just look at it this way, like, <clears throat> Both Gio and I, knock on wood, have still been, you know, fine. So, you know, if COVID is as infectious as it is, um, that's kind of what helps me rule it out. Granted, you also got tested at one point because you thought maybe, you know, there was a chance and it was negative. So I think just in general, this is a really good lesson for us all. It's like, don't put things to the wayside when it pertains to your health, you know? Like, especially, you know, the stress element, like... You know, if you know that you stress and and there's some way to like mitigate that and you need to be doing those things, like don't put that to the wayside because it's going to hit you some way somehow and that'll slow you down worse than it did had you addressed like for sure. your, for sure. your self-care. Especially when it comes to health because health is wealth, right? And oh, without tell me that, about it. you got nothing. Like literally nothing else matters. Tell me about it. Um, um, for anybody who's it's, it's very likely that somebody listening has had COVID Mm -hmm. or, uh, gotten sick and thought they've had COVID. And you know, that feeling of when you get sick, like if, if you've been concerned about COVID at all, like, you know, that feeling of, Oh shit, is this COVID? For sure. It's scary, you know? And it's all, there's a big explanation for that piece of it and I'll leave it alone, but it's, it's crazy, you know? So if you're feeling things, Long story short, I'm getting off on a tangent here. Health is wealth. If there are things that come up with your body, take care of it. Yep. Next up is getting your nose fixed. <laughs> Been saying that for 10 years. Um, <clears throat> okay, you guys, switching gears. Do you feel like you, you got a lot yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, probably too much. No, I think it's good. I um, I, <laughs> I, I, I got a good DMs laugh. like, show me your foot, bro. <laughs> You might have to you might have to appease some foot fetishes out there. There might be a specific niche for this webbed foot. We don't know about. It's not webbed. It's just um. No, people are going to think I don't have artsy. gaps between my toes. It's artsy fartsy. Okay. <laughs> just read the question. Let's get out okay. of here. All right. So one of the questions from our um, attendee last night, Leslie, she had a question for you. Um, it's, has Andrew ever considered being a life coach or some kind of advice giver? He always sounds so wise, LOL. Um, well, first of all, that's, that's really kind of you. Um, if I could make a living talking to people and and helping people, 
that would be amazing. I feel like when, when I speak, sometimes I, I tend to fall into this role of like, I want to try to tell people how to do things or like put my experience on them. Um, so I don't mean to go there, but I do speak from experience and I have, you know, done a few things and experienced a lot of things that people can relate to. So no, uh, to answer the question, no, I haven't. Um, but I, you know, if it's a possibility and there was enough interest and people enjoyed talking with me enough, then I wouldn't rule it out. I think it's a very valuable asset that you have. And, um, I think it's cool that someone noticed it because I get to be on the flip side of it all the time. Sometimes it's unsolicited, which I can go without, but, (laughs) um, when I do need advice, you're always the right source. Yeah. Sometimes I dad you up a bit. Oh my God. I used to say you were a dad before you were a dad. Now I can't even make that a joke because it's all, it's all there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, guys. Well, that's a wrap on uh, this episode of Adulting Like Mother Father. Thanks so much to you guys for listening. And thank you to everyone who came to our live event. I promise you, um, if you enjoyed it enough, of course, we will try and put something together for another one. Um, And if you want to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to help support the show, we would so, so, so appreciate it. We love you guys. And Uh, we uh, will uh, be back. uh, uh, Drew Coffee, 30% off your first bag. Code ADULTING at checkout. Peace, guys. That's right. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.